0: welcome queen how are you i'm doing fine how are you i'm pretty good i'm glad to have you on the podcast queen i'm just waiting on ice princess to join us thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. and um this is gonna be a good podcast okay all right i see ice princess is on board welcome ice princess okay um oh. Okay, first of all, this is going to be a good topic, and I'm not going to hold you because I know that um, our special guest is a very busy lady, a very busy mother, but um, the topic of this podcast is the Black Agenda, and it's called Black Parenting, so I do need to let you guys know because the the podcast picks up all kind of sounds, so kind kind of be quiet for at least 10 minutes. Um, I think that um, our special guest is going to be on for about 10 minutes, and then she's going to get back to what she's doing. But um, like I said, the podcast is Black Agenda, Black Parenting, and um, we're going to do a quick discussion on why do people, especially white people, stereotype single black mothers. Um, First of all, my name is Gigi, and our special guest is called, her name is Queen, and then we have Ice Princess on board, too. So first, I'd like to say welcome. Today is Saturday, May the 2nd, and it is now 5.04. So um, this is episode 18. Um, Now, my question is, why do do you think some of the reasons why, and we're going to address this to Queen, um, some people stereotype single black mothers.
1: Well, I feel like they stereotype single black mothers because they feel like we did this to ourselves. And what I mean by Mm -hmm. that is that basically, like, if you have a baby father, because that's what they want to be called. If you have a baby father and they leave you, you did that to yourself versus they left you for their own reasons.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because the first thing that people want to say is that Okay, um single black mothers they got pregnant on their own. They 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 didn't plan it. They got they it was an accident, you know, and and so you did it to yourselves, you know. Um but the thing is is that it's not first of all, I want to say it's not a black thing though, you know. So but they typically always look at the black um female because the reason being is is that the majority of the, if you look at the numbers among the African American, um, Black American race, the majority of the workers are women, Black single mothers. So um, (laughs) Ice Princess, what did you want to say about that with the why you think that um, people typically stereotype single Black mothers? Because Queen hit a good point there.
2: Um, Almost what she is saying. I don't exactly know why. Because when I see it, I just see just a mother, just like any other mother that's out there. But maybe I've heard people say, too, that black women will have a lot of kids to be on welfare so the state can take care of them. They don't have to work. And... I don't think that's true because with my line of job that I do, majority Mm -hmm. of the people that is on Medicaid that I've ran across that have about 12 to 20 kids is Mm -hmm. the whites and Hispanic versus the blacks. And that's just uh, statistics that show. So I think they think that they want to have so many kids or be single just to
0: be taken care of from the state. Just to get on to get 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 government assistance. Correct. And but then government assistance is changing though. So um but we're here, you know, I wanna say it's not it's not a black thing. This goes on with any race of people. If there's poverty involved, you know, if there's low income families out there, this tends to happen. You see that a lot. So whether it's a black thing or a white thing, but yet, you know, society tends to show more favoritism to the white race if they're low income, and they'll say positive things about the single mother, whereas with the black um, single parents, they want to say that, oh, they never take care of their kids. They're not responsible in taking care of the kids. They let the kids stay out in the streets playing at all hours of the night, and they don't have a structure for them. Don't you find that um, queen when you hear and, and uh um some of the single moms around you talking?
1: Yes, or, or, and it's not you, always it's, true that black mothers right. don't allow their children to have structure because as you do know, I work in the educational field, whereas I see more um of the white children having more problems than the black children and that's just sad that everybody always stereotypes the black children and their parents versus the white ones when basically everybody is the same it's just that they favor the white people more than they favor the black people and then the single moms where that comes into play you have the white single moms getting so much help even if it's not only welfare and then the black moms they just have to only have to worry about, okay, we only could get help from the welfare and we're gonna be judged no matter what. If we ask for help or we don't ask for help, we still wanna be judged.
0: Exactly, exactly. And that, that's, I appreciate your input on that. Now, what are some of the other things that you see as far as, I want you to set the record sh- straight as a single mom, because here you are, a single mother, single black mother, working, taking care of your children, your children live a structured life. They don't, they're not out in the streets playing, running around, dirty nose, not nose, or whatever the case may be, but you have them. And you are certainly concerned about their education. But we have a lot of people saying that black people, um, black mothers or black people, whatever the case may be, are not concerned with their um, children's education. So they are not involved that they don't get involved because they don't see them at the school. But here you are, your single mother doing it, even though you were, you know, married before, but unfortunately you're not, and you're now a single mother. Um, um, surely, you know, tell us what is your secret to um, you know, raising your kids, being a single black mom in this uh, uh society where it's, it tends to show more favor toward um, the white uh, race when it comes to, you know, being um, independently and single on your own?
1: Well, I feel like at the end of the day, you have to do what you have to do for you, for your children, for your family. Mm -hmm. Um, Being a single Black mom, some days it does get hard. And my anxiety, it does seem to attack me more on some days than others. But I never let my children see that. Also, I feel like... Also, I feel like every morning you wake up, make sure you pray because that's what's going to get you through the entire day, yet alone the week. So when you mm-hmm. wake up, you just go ahead and pray and then you start okay. to prepare yourself for the day yourself first before your children. And I yes. mean that by saying if you get up and you had the worst night sleep. And then you just get up and just do stuff for your children. You're going to have a bad day, too. So get up, prepare yourself, make sure that you're okay, and then go ahead, wake them up, get them ready for the day. As for school with my children, I feel like if you want your child to be something, you're going to help them regardless of what you got going on in your life. So I'm a single mom. I go to school. I work full time. I got a lot going on, but my kids, they always come first. So if they need to do their schoolwork, they doing their schoolwork. I'll do my schoolwork at midnight, 5 a.m. if I got to.
0: See, exactly. And it works out. And there's a lot of single black moms that are actually doing exactly what you're doing, too. But I like what you said, especially when you said that if you had a bad night, you know, get up and take care of you first in order for you to take care of your kids. And then another thing that you said that is so important to children in raising children is that you never let them see that you're stressing or the problems that you have. Because some people tend to wanna tell their kids everything. And that's not a sensible thing to bring children involved in your day-to-day stressing. Am I right? Do y'all both agree? That's correct. Yeah. Correct. Exactly. Because you want them to um, um, focus on being a kid, you know, doing the things that they need to do. And you're trying to help them to become productive adults, you know, and um, being productive adults is not going to get it. Um, I mean, um, um, it's not going to um, if you want them to be productive adults, you cannot be filling them um, their heads with things that's happening in your life because you don't know how to deal or handle with your affairs or your problems you know you're being you're you're showing yourself as um unstable am i right that's
1: correct you're setting them exactly. up for failure
0: exactly setting them up for failure so that's a good that you you already have a structured um um goal right there and things set for your kids what you do and you, and, and you plan a little fun time, I'm pretty sure, at the appropriate
1: time, correct? Yes, ma'am. Mm-hmm. We
0: exactly. have
1: fun days. We have mm-hmm. cookout days. We have days where we just do family time and watch movies and eat popcorn and pizza. You just got to know mm-hmm. when to settle, like, and when to structure your life around everything that's going on. Yeah. C O V I D nineteen or COVID nineteen as y'all call it, it it, yes. it has impacted our life a lot. But at the same yes. time, it still hasn't taken control over your life. So you got to learn yes. how to keep doing your same daily routines. Yes. With the new pandemic, that like with the pandemic, basically, like you still got to do the same thing that you would normally do. If they've been going to bed at eight o'clock, still make them go to bed at eight o'clock. You can't just be like, oh. Since we never got to get up and go to school, then you don't have no bedtime. No, that don't exactly. work. It make you have a stressful time.
0: Exactly, exactly. I agree. Uh, um, Ice Princess, did you want to add anything? No, she pretty
2: much hit it. I mean, I I remember when I was growing up, my you know mother never showed. So I think that's a very important. Thing to do is never show your kids what you're going through. I never knew if she was stressing or if we didn't have the money to do this or because she never discussed any of that. She always Mm -hmm. made sure that we had everything and that's a mother that had five. She had five kids so just that's I think that's the most important thing is to make sure that they're taken care of and you don't show that you're hurting. I mean if you do it behind doors and they don't see that's fine but I think I I don't recall ever seeing her i always thought it was
0: smooth sailing yeah exactly i I think that's the way it should be you know i i can recall when um even with a a breakup from a boyfriend you know it wasn't their business it wasn't the kids business what you Mm -hmm. know what i mean and it wasn't my job to turn them you know um um to tell them all my problems about, you know, why we broke up. Oh, we broke up this way, that way. Oh, da 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 this is the reason. I mean, it's too much. People want to give their kids too much information, you know, but does that help? And just because you want to make them responsible? No, you're just, you're just making kids them stressful.
2: You got to just let kids be kids and not put them in grown folks' business. Let them grow up and be a kid.
0: And then I mean, because
2: they're gonna have to deal with the same stuff you do when you get older, but as kids, let them have fun.
0: So then, let me ask you guys this. Then let me ask you, Queen. Now, because um, now, do you believe that um, because you're a single black mom, that your kids would um, is more likely to misbehave on on a day to day basis all the time, every time you look around, or you think that they're just being. you believe that they're just being kids, which, you know, I mean, well, first of all, let's look at your ages. What what are the ages of your kids? My children are eight, six,
1: mm-hmm. four, three,
0: and two. Okay. So we already know right there that those are young, young kids that are going to, you know, you are planning their life right now. You're planning a structure for them right now. You're getting them on that path. So right now, they're very young and they're very high energy, headstrong, whatever the case may be. You got your hands full, sister. So <laughs> I already know that you're going to have constantly. These are the kids that you're going to have to constantly talk. The eight-year-old, maybe not, but the, the younger ones, you're going to have to constantly talk to all the time. So these are problems that most people face. Most people face them, whether they're whether you're a single parent or whether there's a mom and dad there. You know, I've seen a mother and, you know, the kids and, and the kid is running around yelling and screaming and the parents can't do anything with the child, you know. But yet um, people always want to throw the poor
1: the,
0: um, bus, you know what I mean? So, yeah, exactly. So is there any other problems that you know you could possibly face raising a child alone without the father?
1: Um, I feel like kids going to always be kids. They're going to always ask questions and be curious. And you just got to figure out your way of going about it. Just because you're a single mom or just because you're a single parent, period, you still got to figure out your way of handling the situation that'll be best for your child.
0: Exactly. What about you, I mm.
2: Did you ask a question, or are you just thinking?
0: Yeah. You know. I mean, what other problems can you see um, that um, um, parents, mothers raising a kid without the father could possibly have? Because. Um, basically, when the father leaves, a lot of the mother, um turn into the mother and the father, and they know how to discipline. Correct. Yeah, exactly. To discipline that child, to mm-hmm. to get that child to do what they need them to do, correct? Yes. Yeah. Correct. So, so these are things that you know. Other other than um, discipline, and the mother becoming the father. I can think of a lot of other things that they would have to deal with, too, because like um, when it comes to um, say you got a girl and there's a boy and here you are, the mother raising a boy and the boy might need um, some type of, um, you know, need to be talked to, you know, need a man to deal with certain issues. Queen, are you the mother that will take on that challenge and you? are willing to get in there regardless if there's not a guy around will you be willing to deal with those issues that your son may have one day
1: at the end of the day you got to do what you got to do so if my child needs some assistance with explaining the birds and the bees to explaining why he got extra hair on his to all of that. I got to explain it too, You know what I'm saying?
0: A why, a why, what is it, when he gets to be a 12-year-old? A I mean, not a 12-year-old, but 13 yeah, year old Yeah,
2: going into
1: puberty. <laughs> <laughs> I got to explain it too. That's like my daughter. I got to explain that to her too. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Like, yeah, boy, a little different, but it's going to be explained the same way to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you you don't you don't have a problem explaining it, right? <laughs> and, no le-
1: and letting letting them
0: know that hey, if he's out there, you know, unprotected sex and all that other stuff, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. When the time is right, that's gonna be explained. But if they they eight seven eight six both three and two. I got to a out of those. <laughs>
0: Well, you you don't have to worry about that right now because they're young, you know? <laughs> Thank goodness. But, you know, that will, there they will come a time. I can recall there came a couple of times for me. So um, I know exactly how that can be. But yeah, you just what you said basically, as a mother, you have to jump in and you have to do it. And your focus is going to be on their education and you're just not going to, um, um, like a lot of parents do, they tell them that you know these little false stories. You know what I mean? You got to be. Are 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 you the mother that's going to tell them sit down and tell them the actual truth? Or are you going to make up a story to tell them to get, you know, to get get them um, by? You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been telling my kids the truth but every time something
1: happened. I just go ahead and let them know, like. This is what happened. This is how you going to deal with it. This how we going to deal with it together as a family, and that's how it's going to be.
0: Exactly, exactly. So what, what advice would you give to other single black mothers out there that are struggling and um, trying to, you know, um, get on board with the, you know, get a structured plan for their kids? They, they're young and they're dealing and they think it's hard and their life is just, you know, oh, I can't do it. It's rough what would you say to them?
1: The first thing I would say is remember that all things are possible. Put God first and everything else falls in line the way it's supposed to. The next thing I would say is kids gonna always want to be kids. So don't allow yourself to be yelling at them or, or cursing them out about little small things, especially like materialistic things. My yes. children, bought two computers that I had just bought, Haven't even had them for a week week and they broke them. Was I supposed to curse my children out No I wasn't supposed to curse them out Was I supposed to beat them Some people might have said yeah you should have beat them I didn't do anything to them due to the simple fact That those were materialistic things And at the end of the day My kids are more important than the material Yes exactly Very good Make sure that your kids always come first After God but first Mm -hmm. Second at the end of the day, you're going to realize that some things are more important than other things, and your kids going to always want for everything, like the smallest things they're going to want. It. Yeah. You got to make sure that everything else is in order before you start to get them that PSO that they've been voting for two years. It don't matter. If your house is not in order, they don't need that.
0: And what about, what about discipline? What do you do for discipline? Do you put them on punishment? Do you make them go to their room? clean do you restrict certain things to keep them from you know um to in order for them to get the idea
1: the first thing i do is take away tv time not a lot of tv time probably like you can't watch tv Mm -hmm. for two hours a day Mm -hmm. that's the first thing i do i take away tv time make sure that you set guidelines you got to do this in order to earn your tv time back you got to Rather is you got to do your homework, sweep, mop, wash dishes, cut the grass. You got to do something to earn it back. Okay. And then if it's more drastic than TV time, then I'll take away electronics. Like I'll unplug the TV and take the cord to my room. I'll take the um, tablet. Mm-hmm. I'll take the computer. That's mm-hmm. next. If it's more drastic, then they probably will get get um, a punishment, but a day of punishment. Like my kids ain't big enough for all that time of punishment. Right. And I know right. they still Right. Easy, but-
0: right that's good that's good and that helps you to understand so a lot of people to understand that you know you don't need to be talking about a week of punishment with little kids because it's not that that's a little bit too drastic
1: right exactly yeah yeah. 14 years old getting a week of punishment then they turn around and commit something silly like oh they commit suicide over something silly like oh he broke the game so he committed suicide and that's why I go to feel bad for the parent because you shouldn't even give them a week of punishment. Yeah, they're 14, but something else could have been done. And then now you got to live your whole life thinking well now, that. Now, now, don't you
0: think now at 14, he can handle a week. At 14, he can handle a week. But at your kid's age group, they can't. But at, at 14, he should be able to have, I, I will say, even a month. Maybe, well, you know, it just depends on what they do. But by the time that they get 14, they should be well aware, on board. But they're going to make mistakes anyway because they just got into their teens and they're uh, experiencing other things that wants, you know, that's going to push them out there and they're dealing with peer pressure too. So I think when they're 14, this is just me saying that um <laughs> but
1: it depends on what kind of punishment you provided them with at 14 too because if you cut them off from the whole entire world then yeah they're gonna want to commit suicide that's what i'm talking about but oh, okay. versus like taking their tv out of their room like something simple not no whole week of punishment or month of punishment where you don't have no connection to the world well that's that's the well kind of well well they school. got the well they like were.
2: she's saying stripping well, she's saying when you put them on punishment, don't take everything, that a phone or a computer or something. But if they get in trouble, like say, okay, I'm going to take something, maybe a favorite thing that they got. I'm going to take this and you ain't going to have it. They're going to suffer, but like if you took my phone, I'll go crazy. i would be like, okay, don't take me. Yeah, I'm going to go crazy, so but take, I have taking the phone, phone
0: Taking a phone for about a week is good, I think. If you take the phone from a 14-year-old for about a week, but taking it over a month, I don't think um, because they learn, what, what the thing is with 14-year-olds is that they learn how to um, 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 get on the internet. They, they can find ways to communicate socially, you know. Mm-hmm. They get into all these um, um, social network things without a phone. So that's why I say taking a phone away is not worth it because they're smart. Like uh, one kid, the parent took the phone. He went down and he got him a little boost phone. For cheap, because you know, <laughs> at that age, you know, he's making extra money. You know, he's he's saving his money. He went and sneaked and bought him a little boost phone and had a little boost phone in the room. You know, while his parent had his other phone, he was still on the internet and stuff and doing what he needed to do. So, I think we all, when it comes to teenagers, we have to get really, really uh, more creative on 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 the punishment let the punishment fit the crime and um and not and not overly punish, you know what I mean? Because but the thing is with um and that's a whole different topic when they start talking about suicide and, and committing suicide um because there's numerous reasons why they're doing that, not just with social um, um because they're you know not able to talk to their friends and stuff. They they're smart. They know how to talk to their friends. Trust and believe, they can get on. They can get on that computer. They can do anything. They can come up with all kinds of ways. There's so many um social networks here out here for them. But um, very good though. But you did raise something really good about. Um, I like that. You know, when it comes to the smaller kids, is not to be. You know, because some people go overboard and they want to put their kid say like an eight-year-old they want to put uh, you've got an older one that's eight put a put an eight-year-old on a, on a two three four even a month punishment you know what they become so used to that and then half of them just you know go ahead on and forget it you know what i mean they get so accustomed to they get used to okay going without it that you know what i mean are you feeling they
1: don't want it anymore? So it's like, okay, yeah. I'm the yeah. phone
0: again. And they like, okay, yeah. i Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh well. I mean, you took it from me. <laughs> oh well. Well, hey, I can deal with it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so mm-hmm. so so yeah, you, you you gotta make it a difference, you know, because that day one and day two, they gonna really hurt because they're gonna miss it. Yeah, I like that. Um, anything mm-hmm. else? Because we are coming up on our little thirty minute, we this podcast is only going to be thirty minutes today, though, um, you guys. Because I know that you guys are got things to do. So, um, did you want to add anything else, Queen?
1: I feel like that. That's it.
0: Great. What about you, Ice Princess? I mean, she pretty much nailed it with everything. She's doing selling she's doing an awesome job with her kids over there. Yeah, you don't You know, because really they
2: always we always get criticized for oh, when that little black boy grow up or that little black girl grow up, she's gonna be a Tatiana on the street, or he's gonna be bad and locked up, but it's not always that case. You yeah, know, that's with, right. with single black parents with a whole lot of kids, it's all it's not always that case. You might get one out of the bunch, but if you get one, you are still doing good because. Not all of them are gonna go a straight line, but you, if you have majority of your kids going a straight line, then you do you did a good job. Yeah. And I know a lot of, of single mothers that have kids that kids are they have a routine every single yes. day and they're structured.
0: Yes. Yeah. They exactly for their kids. They want them. They're they're in on time. They're not even outside for one thing. Um, they're home. They're in the house. When they come home from school, they're doing their chores. They're doing their schoolwork. By the time that is 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 done and complete, it's time to take a bath and get ready for bed. Am I right? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So not They're not they're, um, running out in the street. Soon as, a lot of kids, you do see kids, as um, soon as they get home, I'm out playing or, uh, or wherever it may be. Out at the park or whatever the case may be. But... Um, even if they're at the park plan, doesn't mean that they um, are not, you know, um, the parents are not um, watching over them or making sure that, you know, they're doing what they need to do because um, some of, you know, I I can remember because I was a single mom after um, their dad and I broke up and I had my kids to do, they had to do their chores. They had to do their um, schoolwork. And then they, uh, if they had time throughout that day before they ate their dinner, they could go to the park, you know. The park, of course, was close by. They could go to the park and play for about, you know, uh, 30 minutes to an hour and then come back. You know what I mean? But at the same time, you know, is it it, it, ha- it, it wasn't every single day that they were able to do that because we know how kids are. Kids like to drag their feet. Take their time on doing their homework. anytime time when it's time for them to do the schoolwork, they drag their feet on. So, um, but you know, you have to set that structure for them. Even during the summer, when summer comes in, do you have a plan, Queen, as far as for um, summer when summer comes in? When well, when kids play the home. whole summer.
1: Um, no, they don't play the whole summer. They tutor. They still do schoolwork to make sure they stay on track. They probably are get yes. some playtime, but they're not playing all summer. They're doing work.
0: Yes, exactly. They, you have to stay up on it in order for for uh, your kids to be successful. So I really uh, appreciate you coming on and joining us today because I wanted to show that, you know, um, here's a single mom that's doing it and you are raising your kids along and your kids and you're doing a, a fine job of it. You're making sure their education you're putting their education first and their health and well-being and uh, so you keep up the good work you know and i hope that you know other young mothers out there or fathers because next week we're going to talk about single fathers out there raising their children and what they're doing too so but it sets the example that everything that we've heard about black single mom stereotyping is not to be believed, you know? It, it, it goes on in all race. We have um, white, black, Hispanic, Latinos, you name it, you know, that um, deal with these issues every single day. Um, stereotyping. I don't know if they deal with the stereotype, but the blacks always is the one that get the bun in of it, you know? they um, They always wanna judge black women the most. They're the most, you know, talked about in a negative way. But the whites always get um, talked about in a positive way. So thank you so much for coming Mm -hmm. on. Um, I'm just saying podcast and sharing that with us and our listeners. And thank you, Ice Princess, for joining us, too, as well. We'll pick this up next week, and we'll talk about the men. So you ladies have a nice evening. Thank you very much. You're welcome.
2: Thank you. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye.